Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts. I'm Kevin. And I'm Carl. And we listen to podcasts so you don't have to. We want to remind our listeners you can visit us on whoarethese.com, our Facebook page, or on Twitter at whoarethesepod. We always are looking for new podcast suggestions, so leave us a comment or post a death threat. Today we'll be reviewing a show called Blurry Photos. As always, we have listened to the episode separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. So without further ado... Let's find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? It's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, everybody. Slapping bags in the morning. (laughs) Yes. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. The Bag Slappers are back. We reviewed a podcast called Blurry Photos. Well, we haven't reviewed it yet. We listened to it. Yeah. I'm ready to review it. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, this was... uh, Last uh, last week we talked a little bit about this and my love for uh, uh, for the style of podcast, uh, meaning like the topics that they're talking about and stuff. This one was uh, is a weird one because it's all about creepy clowns, which doesn't quite fit into the shit that I normally would care about. Um, but uh, I don't know. What did you? I mean, just what was your overall? And now this was a two hour show, and I listened to the first hour, and you listened to the second. But what was your just overall opinion of the of the show. I listened to the whole thing, but I tried okay. to clip from later in the show so we wouldn't have too much overlap. Okay. This show, this seems to be a trend with this type of format. It, believe it or not, reminded me of Crime and Cocktails, where it's people just reading wiki pages for you. Right. Which is bizarre to me, because if I was that interested in the subject, I would go read the wiki page myself. I don't need these two jokesters reading it to me. And that was the thing that was so frustrating about this show is that someone told these assholes they're funny and holy shit, they need to rein it in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, totally agreed. Uh, it's over the top. Can I play it? Can I play an example? Sure. All right. A track one on here. I call uh, a terrifying rabbit. This gives a great look into what this whole fucking show, the nonsense that goes on for the entire two hours. There was also reportedly a person dressed as a rabbit who was allegedly going around harassing children as well. Eat your carrots. Eat your carrots. (laughs) Eat your carrots. Do you want to know where the eggs come from? Do you want to know where the (laughs) eggs come from? (laughs) Epic fail. (laughs) 
I had the exact same clip. <laughs> you did. Sorry. Yeah. I, no, that's okay. I, it's so stupid. Like, what the fuck are they doing? That's not funny. Yeah. Well, the the show starts out now. I guess for everybody, the the little a little background here. So the the show is about. I guess it's called Fortean, uh, which I just had made been made aware of. But uh, kind of like off, like fringe topics. So, you know, uh, Bigfoot, the, that kind of shit. And so it's it's all over the place with that. And they just happened to cover uh, Creepy Clowns this week. But the two of these guys, and this is the thing that I hate, and it has become a trend in this style of podcast, meaning these topics, where I guess people feel uncomfortable maybe because they are reading these things off of Wikipedia that they feel they need to be entertaining. Uh, but these two guys, David and David, uh, ironically are their names. Uh, they apparently were in second city or did some improv or something. Oh, They never stopped telling you about it too. They're so proud of their, well, you know, we're stage performers, so we kind of understand how this works. And, and they're always throwing that in there. Like, okay, we get it. You guys are in some shitty improv troupe, all right? Right, right. And it's <laughs> that's part of the problem for uh, for me with this type of podcast. Is For me, when I want to listen to one of these things, which is a lot, I want facts, and I want them delivered in a... It doesn't have to be ultra serious, but I don't want skits. And that's the the beginning. The first five minutes of this podcast is a skit. Right. Did which, you clip any of that? Oh, I got a whole bunch of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. All right. So here here's uh, the Critter Getters skit. So this is exactly how it opens. So, I mean, they, they open up the show like, oh, you know, uh, we're brought to you by blah, 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 blah. And then it goes right into this skit. Delbert Chilkins. My name's Dwayne Maddox. And you's watching Critter Getters. We gonna get them critters. It's <laughs> <laughs> darn right, Dwayne. All right, so, <laughs> Jesus. Kevin, these guys' impressions are so bad, they gave Frank Caliendo douche chills. What <laughs> 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 the fuck? They're so over the top with this shit. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit much. Now, <laughs> full disclosure, I do a lot of fucking dumb impressions, too. And then it was reminded me of, I, it was a while ago, we did an episode where Dorkles the Clown came around. <laughs> That's right. Do you remember Dorkles the Clown? <laughs> Dorkles, now Dorkles sounded a lot like <laughs> this guy's clown impression, which oh, made shit. me uh, forever retire Dorkles the Clown <laughs> from ever being on the show. Uh, yeah, so it was a little cringy in a lot of spots because I'm like, oh God, is that what I fucking sound like when people listen to this, like, Oh God, he's doing a goddamn voice again. I don't know. Well, <laughs> well I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Dorkles, the clown thing, because we listened to an episode of the John Jay and rich podcast or, or radio show, whatever it was Yeah, back when people were this whole creepy clown thing was going on. And, um, these guys reminded me of that, douchebag rich who was afraid of clowns so i spliced this together it's almost seamless play track six let us talk about what makes a clown creepy oh uh, do we have to i do not like clowns scary or other i don't like them they freak me out so don't do that if you're a clown don't scare people 
Um, that's actually the episode, uh, if anybody wants to go back and listen, that Dork with the Clown makes his appearance. Yeah, Exactly. That's yeah. why I, th- I thought of that. Yeah, yeah. The, these guys talking about creepy clowns, for some reason, decided to go through a history of how clowns came about, going back to the town fool and the jesters. And I was like, what does this have to do with anything? Why would anyone care about this? Yeah, and, and like I said, it was like reading a Wikipedia page. It's fucking boring. Yeah, that's and I'm I'm kind of conflicted about some of that too because uh, it's it's I think it's got to be hard to take on one of these topics because how do you do a show? How do you fill the time talking about this topic if you're not kind of going into the background or the history of some of this stuff? Now I agree. I I pulled a lot of clips that I know are ridiculous that are like okay do we really need to know the entire backstory of fucking hobo clowns and right. you know of vaudevillian clowns and shit but I, I guess from the other side of it if you're going to do a show about creepy clowns i guess you got to start somewhere you can't just go yeah this is fucking stupid they're in the woods and it's dumb i guess you need to have some background on it so <laughs> I don't know. Well, it, they can always do their, their critter getters bit and yeah. then say creepy clowns are stupid and then, you know, read oh, you, their You mean this bit? Mail. Legend has it, a hundred years ago, a circus train derailed. Everybody burned to death and so did the train, so there was never a train or tracks to be found. But according to legend, it were hauling clowns and gorillas. <laughs> yeah, and then I might as well just play the last... Yeah, I got my clown squatch call and we're going to start working our way through these woods. The local trappers tell me they can be lured in by the plaintive wail of the noble slide whistle. So there's, again, some foley work <laughs> going on. <laughs> yeah, it's some good <clears throat> shit. Oh, God. It was it just... And I, and I do remember... I was on a kick trying to find, uh, you know, podcasts to, to listen to uh, for, for a while. And I, I guess I kind of still am, too. I was going to um, say, I'm still, I'm still trying to find podcasts. <laughs> uh, and this was one of the ones that, you know, comes up if you do, you know, searches for paranormal or whatever the hell it is that you're looking for. Uh, so I have tried this one out. And I can tell within the first not even five minutes whether or not I'm going to like a podcast based on the format and stuff, the way that hosts interact. And if they're making a bunch of dumb fucking skits like this, I'm out. And this is the reason why I never subscribed to this podcast in the past. So, um, I knew it was going to be a shit show and they delivered as far as the, uh, the poop on the platter, if you will. So just to hammer home the point of the way they formatted this show, play track nine. Uh, now, how about how about some some better, <laughs> like more interesting explanations? I, I love that idea. That was at the one hour and six minute mark of the show, and I was like applauding. I'm like, yes, how about something interesting? That'd be amazing. Yeah, let's do that. Maybe you could do that at the beginning of the show. I don't know. Yeah. Could, oh boy. It, <laughs> here's like the level of of detail that they go into. I have a clip here of, of just, it's unneeded in my opinion. I, and I know I'm contradicting myself again, because I said, you know, maybe you do need some history, but this is just their facts being read. Like you said, 
um, being read off of a computer, you know, it ran into the microphone. They might have uh, printed it, but yeah. Right, right. Well, here we go. <laughs> uh, ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs from around 2500 BCE uh, depict jesters and jugglers along with pygmies uh, performing for pharaohs. The Chinese emperor Shi Huangti oversaw the building of the Great Wall, which resulted in thousands of worker deaths. Uh, only the court jester Yu Tzu dared criticize with jokes the emperor's further plans to paint the whole wall, which undoubtedly will have, would have resulted in even more deaths, not to mention just the general expense of it. Okay, so there's a whole shitload of history there, which I, it's hard to follow to begin with. Uh, it's also neither here nor there. It really doesn't matter about anything that we're talking about. Exactly, exactly. So I maybe... You know, and, and going back on my initial point, maybe the history should have been started at when clowns became creepy. Because they do go into that, too, like some examples of creepy clowns. like uh, Stephen Right. King, fast, Stephen... fast forward to the 70s and 80s. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Stephen King's It, you know, is one yeah. of them. And like, there's there are a bunch of examples. Like, maybe that's where it should have started. Because I don't really give two flying fucks about... Egypt and court jesters and, and shit like that. It just doesn't so, matter. Kevin, here's a clip that I find very ironic, and I'll explain why. I play track five. So if you want another uh, pretty bizarre story, why don't you uh, Google up yourself? Some... Yeah, why don't you just Google it yourself? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I want to know about the history of clowns, I'll Google it myself. Exactly. Yeah. These guys aren't. That, so you were asking before. Uh, it must be hard. How, how do you cover information? The way a professional would do it is they would get someone on who was an expert in the field, and they would interview them, not just read up a wiki page. Right. Right. Or uh, I mentioned last week, Astonishing Legends, which is like my favorite podcast. They have an entire team of volunteer people who just do research. So -hmm. when they're doing a, they're doing something, they have literally a bunch of people that are out there Googling and compiling and doing all those things to get that research. So it doesn't sound like they're literally typing in the history of clowns into Wikipedia (laughs) and then reading it off. So let's get into the, these guys, how they think they're hilarious. I'm going to play you an example I call this the Louisville gag. And it's one of these things where just making funny noises with your mouth is apparently funny to these assholes. Play track two. For a few years, everyone thinks it's safe to not worry about clowns. Wrong. March 1988. Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. Kentucky. <laughs> so that's literally and i didn't put in any of the sound effects the law and order thing as part of the show so that's literally what they find to be comedy and it just reminded me of something else that was once considered to be comedy uh play my my dane cook track out here <laughs> you hear the sound you react in a certain way some sounds soothing right you hear like the sound of a babbling brook <laughs> Maybe the sound of the dryer with the towels. Boring. That was a horrible impersonation of, I know. I'm not, don't bullshit me. That was, that was bad. Be more funny. That's the best I can do. Oh, I'm laundry in a dryer. <laughs> Damn. 
There have been no laughs. What do you mean? I None. Was... <laughs> <laughs> she heard as many exceptions as I can get. Into um, but this is what it reminded me of. Just like we're being goofy. Isn't this hilarious? <laughs> well, it's funny because uh, the first thing I thought of when I heard that Louisville thing yeah. was uh, Opie. Because Opie mm-hmm. used to do that a lot too. With remember Entenmann's, they would talk about Entenmann's cakes or whatever. And they'd be like, yeah. and Entenmann's, and that was <laughs> that was always it's an Opie people, thing. It's what people who aren't funny do to be funny. Uh, you're right, right, right. There's no wit involved. I mean, even Carlos Mencia thinks these guys are bad at writing jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these guys aren't funny at all. <laughs> Isn't that right? <laughs> Dorkles here. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, so I have a clip out here, Kevin, called more hilarious improv that I think fits well into this discussion that we're having. Play track seven. French literary critic Edmond de Congor said of them in 1876. Clouds is f***ed up, yo. <laughs> Mic drop. Au revoir, bitches. <laughs> Time to quit talking. <laughs> um, that was another thing. They bleep out swears. Yes. Yeah, someone actually had to go in, listen to this whole shitty podcast, and edit in, edit in bleeps over the swears. Why? Do they think they're going to have a radio show at some point? What's I, I was, yeah, I was struggling to find the the reasoning behind that as well. Like they're because they swear a lot. In fact, it's a punchline to jokes. Of, well, <laughs> if, if there are jokes, <laughs> they use the and then they bleep it multiple times. You're like, well, I don't, I don't. This kind of distracts from what you're doing. Yeah, I just thought that was kind of bizarre. I, maybe they're hoping that they'll be on some mainstream network. I don't know what the thought process is there. Uh, it's a lot of work. I mean, you got to go back yeah. through and edit all that out. Uh, I, yeah, I just thought that was a, a weird kind of thing. Unless they're trying to appeal to all audiences. They want it to be uh, rated G <laughs> for, for yeah. blurry photos. I don't know. Uh, I don't get it. Kind of weird. Um, so uh, here's a, a example of a joke that kind of goes nowhere, which there's plenty of them to pull. <laughs> uh, here we go. So let's. Uh, how about how about we uh, how about we dip dip into the uh, the history of these well, these festooned fools, f- phantomic fools, <laughs> phantomic regular Billy Shakespeare over there. <laughs> Oof. These guys are to improv comedy what Bill Belichick is to improv comedy. <laughs> I know that reference. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, it's, uh, shit. <laughs> and I, I have an example of this. Um, play track 10. This is douche chili. So, this is from me. This is a quote from D. Flora. Uh, Flora, could you give me a real Flora accent? Like, oh, I'm David Flora. And... Don't. <laughs> That's okay. Next time I'll do my Flora. It'll be hilarious. Oh. The other guy gave him nothing on that. So this is Dave Stecco, who, according to their website, is a Chicago comedian and 34% robot. Whoa. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Uh... He is also obsessed with the paranormal. He is up in all... A ghost grill and a phantom space. He's got beef with Bigfoot and a feud with berries. Wow, there's some amazing literation there. So, 
All right. <laughs> the problem here, I think I just discovered what the what the major problem is, and, and that is that, for me, they put themselves before the content. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. They're like, we're just hilarious comedians, right. and we just happen to be talking about clowns today, but who cares? Right. Let's listen to us. And, and, you know, obviously, I prefer the content to be the focus, you know, and then the host to be kind of secondary if you will or not secondary but you know what i mean it, it, it shouldn't be the personality of the host should not be the show uh that i'm listening to when i want to listen to you know a not a supposedly non-comedy podcast uh that's that's the right. problem for me if, if you want if you want to listen to the personality then you have to have a decent personality <laughs> yes i think it's what you're trying that's to say that's exactly actually, that's pretty profound. You're right. They are putting themselves ahead of the content. So if you were into, like you said, we talked about this last week when we teased this episode. You said, this is exactly the type of podcast I want to listen to. They're talking about things that interest me, and I can't get into it because these assholes are just way too busy with making themselves laugh. Right. I, I have an example called Cracking Themselves Up. Play track 14. This is just embarrassing. <laughs> Here in Bromsgrove and merry old England. Oh, he's a Bromsgrove lad, is he? Right. Oh, well. All the way from Bromsgrove. Oh. Tuppence a bobbin to you, then. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lee. <laughs> These are the people we have to be. <laughs> Kevin, that Sarah McLaughlin commercial where they show tortured puppies is more enjoyable than this show. <laughs> this show was terrible. <laughs> I don't know what I'm missing here. They have a big listenership. They have a lot of fans. The So you listen to the first half. In the second half of the show, they wrap up the clown thing pretty quickly. They're like, okay, we're done with this. Moving on. And there's still 30 plus minutes to go. I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on now? They get into listener mail and you got to hear this for some reason out of nowhere it turns into a morning zoo listen to the lead-in they have for their their listener mail segment it's copyrighted copyrighted we can't use that music <laughs> listener mail <laughs> Got an email from Adamus the Wise. Oh my god, dude! What the fuck was that? Just ridiculous random noises all over the place. Dingo and the baby. It turned into man cow. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? So I decided, Kevin. I'm like, okay, we gotta, we gotta do this. We don't have a ton of segments on our show, but we do have like next week's teaser that we do near the end of the show. We go, all right, here's a uh, clip from next week's show. I created a uh, a teaser lead-in. So this is going to be what we play every week now before we do our teaser. To make a baby. I like the. Can I have that sound effect, the fart sound effect at the end there? Holy yeah. shit, that was good. I start. Uh, uh, yeah. It's. Uh, I think 
maybe they would have more success if this was the Dave and Dave show. You know, the, screw blurry photos. This is now the, called the Dave and Dave show. It's a comedy show. And then they yeah, talk about, talk about... No, I'm just would... saying. But, but I mean, that that's what it should be. It shouldn't be, this is a paranormal, whatever, uh, cryptozoology... Wait, you, think they, you think they would have more success with their, oh, Fora, like that shit? That's... That's their wacky improv comedy stylings. Believe me, I don't, I don't like it. But <laughs> maybe that's what they want. If, if you're going to censor yourself and you're going to do a morning zooish thing, all right, Kevin. All right, Kevin I'm, I'm going to interrupt you with this track that I call "This Sign Off Doesn't Need Me to Add Anything." Play track 15 for this episode of Blurry Photos. I have been David Buffaloon, and I have been Dave. Oh, this is my David Flora voice. Stecco. <laughs> Bye. Oh, God. It's just painful. It's, you know, I, I don't particularly care for improv. Uh, and this totally makes sense that they're improv guys <laughs> because right. it, it, it totally aligns with what I know from my one improv class that I took, uh, the type of people that you that you get but uh. it's the here's here's how i would sum it up kevin the, the improv comedy because i agree with you i'm a huge comedy fan improv comedy i find mostly uncomfortable and it's because the people who do it are the people who would tell you that they were the class clown in high school <laughs> but nobody else would label them the class clown nobody was laughing at their jokes when they were trying to carry on in class and get everyone laughing at the teacher yeah they're in their own world. Yeah, it's a, it's theater kids. That's usually how I describe right. it. It's it's theater kids who have grown up and you know want to be, act funny or do stupid things. Like I remember doing it and feeling completely idiotic. You know, it, it's like I had a, I I remember I had to change a tire, so I had to act like I was changing a tire Jesus and Christ. make it funny with the other people in the scene, if you will. And it, to me, it's like coming from stand up, it just was not comfortable at all. It's like, I can't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a, a narcissist and I want all the attention on me. It's like, I don't want to be sharing it with other people on stage. Uh, no, maybe... I, I think what the problem is, is when you are, do stand up, you can control where the laughs are. When you're doing improv, you have to sit there and watch the other people come up with unfunny remarks and try to play along with it. It's like, I don't want to be any part of the sinking ship. Can I just fucking get off? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a very good point. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, I, I believe me, I, I have a lot of uh, friends that do improv and things like that and, and whatever I'll, I'll part a power to you, but I, it's just not something that I could, could do. Uh, that's not to say if SNL called me tomorrow and said that they wanted me on the cast, I would do it. Uh, but that, to me seems different, but it isn't. I know you, you know, to get on SNL, you pretty much have to have some type of an improv background, or at least it helps. Uh, anyway, we're getting way off topic here, but I have, Kevin, I have very good news for you. SNL is not going to call you. No, I you, but... you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> oh, you haven't done stand up in a year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, come on and be on our show. Uh, the only thing I would want to be on SNL for is uh, uh, doing a better intro because I don't like. Oh, the, I know. Yeah, the Don Part. Another Don, Don Part. Oh, right. Yeah, now that he's gone, it's like it's such a huge void, and I I pride myself on my Don Pardo impression, and I feel like I could have slid right into that role. 
uh, for way less that they're paying Don Pardo uh, to do the the voices every week. You know, Kevin, speaking of actually coming prepared with the material and not just relying on improv and hoping that things are funny, I do want to segue quickly. We'll get back to this, but I want to segue quickly and, and talk about the jingles department. Oh, okay. As listeners to WATP know, our jingles department has been crushing it as of late. And they've really latched on to this whole idea that um, you and I are bag slappers. We had a comment on iTunes that pretty much called us out as a couple of bag slappers sitting on the couch. And the jingles department has uh, has not forgotten this, nor will they anytime soon, it appears. So uh, why don't we debut the latest offering? Kevin and Carl have a lot on their minds Thinking about their favorite pastimes Covering their hands with slime They're backslapping They're slapping back today Come what may backslappers They're going So, I, I don't know how you feel about that one. <laughs> it was beautiful. I thought the most shoehorned line was, listen to them gloat about touching scrot. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> you can abbreviate scrotum, I'm all in. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I've never used scrot in a sentence before, but I guess I'm for it. Yeah, it works. <laughs> it totally works. I feel like I was being serenaded. It was really nice. <laughs> Well, uh, shout out to the Jesus Department, and uh, I want to remind our listeners that we will accept your submission. So, please add to the fun. We don't have; it doesn't have to be about bag slapping. It seems to be what all these uh, songs are about. <laughs> there could be other topics, but uh, <laughs> if you have a bag slapper parody, we're uh, always open for it. Yeah, let's put it this way: if uh, you have uh, some type of parody or jingle, uh, we will air it if it's about bag slapping. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. No so. matter how bad it is, uh, <laughs> if it is bag slapping, uh, that's if that's the topic, we're on board. Yes, yes. So uh, I don't know. Do we have a lot more to say about blurry photos. I do. I do have a few more clips that I want to get through, if you don't mind. Sure. Because uh, these guys suck, and people should know that. <laughs> it's, it's my duty. Uh, play track four. They're talking about clowns in Manchester, UK. Manchester, England, where in 2013 there were 19 separate reports of alleged clown-related crime during this period, ranging from theft to one that stole a bicycle after holding its owner at knife point. So, ranging from theft to theft. All right, gotcha. (laughs) Make sure clear that up. Uh, I have a couple of clips that were from the mail segment where they were reading people's emails, and... 
I honestly don't remember what they are, but I have one that's called I Have No Idea What's Going On Here. Play track 12. Tis meet, good sir, that we should read this missive. Hi, 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 I'm, I'm new here. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> uh, I write to you on the spookiest night of the year. <laughs> oh, this... Kevin, I was listening to the show, and I had no idea what they were talking about or doing. I'm, like, I'm just fucking lost. Yeah, I... This makes me never want to do an impression on WATP again. <laughs> it really does. You're not as douchey as these guys, trust oh, me. Oh, God, I'm worried now. Oh, shit, is Cobra Commander leaving our show? He might be. He um, might be oh. gone. Yeah, him and uh, whatever other other variations of Cobra Commander voice that I do that I call different characters. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know, I know Leon's gone. Oh, he's he has, gone? He hasn't been showing up, which is annoying. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so it's just the two of us now doing the show. Oh boy, that's that's kind of a bummer. Well, 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 yeah. I mean, he definitely added a lot, so we're just gonna have to fill that void. All right. Well, you know, you got to move on. You got to soldier <laughs> forth. You're not taking this well. I'm not. I miss. You know, Leon was a uh, he's a quiet guy, but uh, yeah, but he always yeah. wanted to know what we meant about things, and I liked that about him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kevin, track thirteen. This is so douche chill inspiring. The guy starts coming up with a metal song, and I call this, what am I missing here? Uh, I would help promote you guys to fill a theater here in Boise if you guys ever decided to consider it. Well, one thing we will need, an opening metal band. Oh, sh**. That's right? true. That is true. Blurry photos. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Do you know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of, if anyone's ever listened to Opie and Anthony or the uh, Sam and, and Jim show. <laughs> Jim Norton is this character, Chip Chipperson, who's supposed to be, it's actually funny because he's the guy who tells the bad joke and he's not funny at all. It's, he would fit on the show perfectly. Just this character. Yeah. And he has this, he has this metal band called the sick fucking puppies. He's like, the sick, the sick, the sick fucking puppies. It's almost identical to what this guy just did. But he does it as a goof on people like that. This guy actually did it for real. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Or something. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody's a, uh, an old O and a fan or whatever, the hell the, whatever the, hell the show is called now in its current inter- incarnation, uh, you'll know Chip Chipperson, or if you know Jim Norton, obviously he does it on stage. I think now too, but uh, it's one of the greatest characters ever. <laughs> oh, um, so let's see what I got here. Um, they finally get into the the scary clown stuff after talking. For me, I mean, the beginning of it was all history. So this is when I called finally scary clown talk. As mentioned, phantom clowns are waves of sightings of clowns that carry a menacing air about them. Last year's wave of clown sightings wasn't the first, and if recent history tells us anything, it's not even close to being the last. So there again, you can see how goofball they are, and then right back to reading. Uh, right. You know, into yeah, the microphone. So. Serious disconnect there. Yeah. Um here, here's another just random poll out of nowhere. They talk about Red Skeleton. Uh, I've never seen Red Skeleton before. This guy claims, uh, well, uh, anyway, here we go. I mean, hell, I grew up in the 80s, and I watched so many Red Skeleton specials growing up. Sure. And and would you consider him a hobo clown? 
Yeah. I think that, like, Freddy the Freeloader was one of Red Skelton's personas that was, like, the hobo clown with the five o'clock shadow and... I don't know anything about Red Skeleton. Maybe I should. But... Were you calling him Red Skeleton? Yeah. It's Red Skeleton, not Red Skeleton. Oh, really? <laughs> like, I don't know this Red Skeleton guy. I'm like, is that a supervillain in Spider-Man? I don't know Red Skeleton. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was like the guy, you know, the, the, the arch nemesis of Captain America. Red right. Skeleton. Oh, shit. Watch out. It's Red Skeleton. Oh, really? It's Skeleton? Oh, jeez. Yeah, now I feel like a real douche. <laughs> anyway, I don't know anything about this. I grew up in the 80s, as, as so did you. And I've never I, heard of him either. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> now I feel like a fucking huge douchebag. Oh, stop I didn't know. it. Why? Um, just because we're making fun of these guys who have a way bigger audience than we do, <laughs> and we suck as well. Now you feel bad. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's all catching up to me now. <laughs> you know what it is? I think I miss Leon. He's our rock. Yeah, you know, he yes. grounds us. Well, maybe I'll get him on the show, a future show as a guest spot or something. Oh, that's good. All right. Uh, I have a clip, Kevin, that I do not remember why I clipped it. It's called Talking About Michael Crichton Books. I mean, you know, whatever, right? I I enjoy different flavored Oreos. Yeah, same. I mean, like I said, I read them all. I didn't at some (laughs) point get disgusted and stop. I Pokemon the out of that. Now I remember why I clipped that. What does that mean that he Pokemon the shit out of that? What is that? I didn't know the Pokemon was a verb. I I don't know. I completely my brain shuts off as soon as I hear the word Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's coming up on every podcast we listen to. They talk about fucking Pokemon. What? <laughs> yeah, that's a, right now. I'm so confused. It's a trend that totally missed me as a as a child of the '80s. Uh, as this guy just said about Red Skelton. Uh, see, I got it right that time. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about Pokemon. So when people say Pokemon, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And no, it's like weird characters. There's a, an orange chicken with a lightning bolt tail. That's like all I know about them. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're talking about these books and the guy's like, yeah, I read every book. I Pokemon the shit out of them. So if anyone can let us know what that means, I'm very confused. I think, that. well, I, if I had to guess, it means because the, the, the Pokemon thing is collect them all. So I mean, uh, that, that's what he means. Like he's collected all. Yeah, well, that's I think... a humble brag if I've ever heard one. Yeah, <laughs> I owned a lot of books by that guy. Ooh, <laughs> neat. <laughs> gives a shit. Uh, who gives I, a shit? Who have, gives a fuck? I just, exactly. <laughs> I just have one more clip, and it's uh, less than a second long. This guy makes an Arnold Schwarzenegger type noise randomly out of nowhere. Play this ISO. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> they were talking about Arnold. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> were they talking about Mars or <laughs> Total know. Recall, the company? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, yeah, this was, you know, for all the reasons that we've clearly outlined, not a good show. Uh, I have... Plenty of examples of good shows that have this type of topic. Uh, in fact, I received a uh, an email uh, directly to me because I from SNL. N- yeah, was, uh, it, was it Lauren Michaels? Lauren Michaels was like, "I need you to be on the show. You were <laughs> such a good comedian on the WATP show." Uh, yeah. Um. No, I got a, I got an email from a listener. 
suggesting a bunch of new shows along these vein, uh, along this vein. So, uh, you know, cryptozoology, that, that type of stuff. And I appreciate it. So if you're listening, thank you. I will reply back to you. It's just been kind of a crazy weekend for me. So um, I did get it. And I did check out some of those shows that I had not heard of before. But if you want, you know, good versions of this, if you're into this type of topic, Astonishing Legends, like I've mentioned before, uh, this show reminds me a lot, uh, Blurry Photos, kind of Mysterious Universe is another one that I really liked uh, when it first started because it was a little more serious. They were two Australian guys that talk about um, all these different topics and stuff. But even that show has kind of started to veer into them goofing off and, you know, cracking each other up and stuff like that. And I, I just don't, I don't like it. I want, I don't know. I want kind of like an NPR version of, <laughs> of my cryptozoology news, I guess. Uh, but that's just me. So I don't know what so you're Kevin, didn't you also, um, get involved with your favorite podcast. Oh yeah. That's, <laughs> they do a thing. Astonishing legends. The, uh, the two hosts there put out, uh, basically a call to their fans to do promos. So y- you throw to commercial or you throw, you know, back to the show, uh, bumpers essentially. So I, I sent a bunch of those into them. I mean, anybody can do it. I'm not, certainly any special person by doing this, but, uh, they played one of them on the, uh, the count of St. Germain part two episode. Uh, Yay! You yeah, you can hear me, uh, say my name, my full name, even my, my last name. So now people can stalk me. Uh, but yeah, I'm on there. Uh, if you want to hear me all muffled, Kevin, I believe you were voted least likely to be stalked by anyone in high school. <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, I was very unstalkable. <laughs> I still am. Yeah, still am to this day. That's right. Well, congratulations on that. That's cool. I will be checking out that podcast because I don't hear enough of your voice. I need I need to hear it on multiple. <laughs> I mean, it's literally pieces. like a two second clip. But uh, anyway, it was it's cool. The exact amount of Kevin. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, that's enough for everybody. That's perfect. Well, Kevin. I got to tell you, man, this this week has been a lot of fun, but good news. We're going to do this again. Re- oh. We're going to do this again next week. Okay. And I think that when I say that, when I say we're going to do this again next week, we should play that uh, teaser lead-in. Oh, this? Right. Oh, oh, so hold on a second. We're going we're gonna to practice. Okay. This is going to be a format. For, uh, I'm announcing format change going forward. Kevin, we've had a lot of fun this week, but guess what? Good news. We're going to do this again next week. Okay, cool. To make a baby. So you know what that means, everyone. We're about to play a clip from next week's podcast that Kevin and I will be listening to and reviewing. (laughs) This is what we like to call a teaser to get you excited about next week's episode. Kevin, why don't you play the track that I have labeled next week's teaser. Well, hello, everybody. This is Anna Lynn Thomas, the founder of Ha-Has for Hoo-Has. And this is Susanna B. Lewis of Whoa, Susanna. Welcome to the Anna and Susanna show. Uh, 
I always start like this because I I I just see Susanna and I do this thing where we catch up right before the show comes on, and so then I feel awkward asking her questions all over again. But I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna do it, Susanna. How was your week? We already did, went over this. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, Kevin, boy. <laughs> this is a show called the Anna and Susanna show. This is an episode from January 25th of 2017. It's called Our Deepest Disappointments and How to Walk Through It. Oh, but is it like a self-help show or something? Yep, yep. It's a show for women by women. Oh. And I have a feeling that we're not going to enjoy it very much. No, boy. And I don't want to predict that we're not going to enjoy it. I feel like we should give it a chance, but this is going to suck. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is going to be a rough one. I, I can foresee that already. At least, with, well, you know, at least with blurry photos, I was like, all right, I can, you know, listen to the clown thing and, you know, whatever. But, uh, ugh. all right. So let me let Oof. me read you the description. It starts with two words that should never start a description for a podcast. Funny women. Anna of Ha Ha's for Who Ha's and Susanna of Woe Susanna share funny stories at our own expense and maybe at the expense of our husbands and kids, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is going to be a fucking pile of garbage. (laughs) I I like that they say that I like that they say that we're funny women because it starts out with funny women. Anna and Susanna share funny stories at our own expense. So they, they switched who was saying this. It'd be one thing if a third party said these are two funny women, but it's just them saying that they're funny women. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, obviously they wrote. <laughs> Hilarious podcasters, Kevin and Carl, share <laughs> funny bits that they produce, that we produced. That may be our actual description of the show. Oh, shit, I, I should go back and read it. Yeah, we should probably read it. I don't know what, what we did for that. Yes, we wrote our own. There wasn't some weird... Uh, company that uh, came in and was like let me let's do the show for you we'll uh, figure out the the tagline if you will i don't think that we declare that we're hilarious though anywhere <laughs> no probably not <laughs> i'm going to the about page of our website let's see host kevin and carl navigate the murky waters of today's popular and not so popular podcasts offering honest reviews that break the fourth wall of broadcasting and remind everyone to not take yourself too seriously Simply put, they're listening so you don't have to. Yeah, nowhere do we say it's going to be funny or entertaining. This is good. This is a good description. <laughs> We're not making promises we can't keep. Yeah. Hold on to your hats, everybody, because when Kevin and Carl review a podcast, <laughs> the rules are out the window. <laughs> oh, boy. Actually, let's change our description to that. I like that better. <laughs> the rules fly right out the window. Hold on to your hats. That should be our new tagline. <laughs> Uh, Kevin and Carl will sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> your hats, because comedians, Kevin and Carl, oh, I hate that. Hilarious comedians. <laughs> it's the worst. Oh. Well, Kevin, I, I apologize in advance for the show, uh, but I am personally looking forward to it. And I hope that everyone will join us again next week, because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Farting in the mosh pit of morning radio. And now the show is over now.
you know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense.